The question is, why is it that some recruitment and staffing organisations do incredibly well with their content and social media and others just bombs? (laughs) It just seems that it creates no results whatsoever for them. Well, that is the that is the question that I'm going to be answering in this week's podcast. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Recruitment, Marketing and Sales Podcast. An obsessive focus on marketing and sales is the only way to accelerate your agency growth. So listen in now as we share the latest strategies and techniques guaranteed to deliver you more placements and profit. Well, hi there, everyone. This is Denise Oyston from Superfast Recruitment with the Recruitment Marketing and Sales Podcast. And uh, a bit of an uncomfortable subject today, and that's uh, why your content and social media probably isn't working the way that you uh, want it to. And there's a few quick fixes, um, as I'm sure you can appreciate, that we're going to share with you today. However, first... Um, if you are new to this podcast, there's plenty of others that you can go and listen to. I think this is something like 118 or 119 um, when it comes to the number of podcasts that we've done. Um, if you have not visited our website, head over to superfastrecruitment.co.uk because I would say 95% of all our podcasts do get a transcription or at least have show notes that you can go and access. And of course, you can download them there too. And uh, are you on our email list. Um, If you go to our website, there's plenty of ways that you can give us your name and email address. And for that, we will give you uh, PDF reports. We'll invite you to our webinars. In fact, there's a webinar on our homepage on email marketing that you can sign up for, um, which will give you lots of valuable information on a, a quick ROI strategy for you to use straight away to get candidates and clients. So social media and content big buzz isn't there around it and everyone says oh you should be doing it but then you'll find some people that say well I've done it and nothing's worked and that's probably because you're not doing it right. (laughs) So let me talk you through some very key fundamentals that lots of people get wrong and um, because you're listening to this podcast you have an opportunity now to get them right. So number one very very important write about what your audience needs. Your audience are coming to your um, recruitment website for advice, suggestions and uh, hopefully to look at the jobs that you have on your board as well. And remember, you know, they're coming to you with a with an issue. They're coming to you um, wondering about their career development. They're coming to you wondering about how they can attract talent and how they can engage talent to, to come and work at their organisation. They are not necessarily there to read about you and your organisation, um, um, your lunch club and how everyone went out and had a lovely meal. Um, they're not really, they don't really want to know about the skiing trip that you took your team on. Um, they really don't want to know an awful lot about you. And, and it's it's one of those sad facts of life. It's not about you. It's about them because that's that's what they have got in their mind when they reach your website. And the other thing to remember, too, is that and I'll give you some ideas on th- sort of things to be writing about. The other thing, um, too, is is to remember that um, that 
they will go to niche-specific websites to be updated on their area of expertise. So let's just say you're a HR recruiter. They're going to go to HR Grapevine or HR Zone to find out, or they're going to go to the CIPD to find out the the absolute cutting-edge things that are going on at this point in time in HR circles. They're not going to come to your recruitment website to find out about that. They are going to come there to find out about what's going on with regards to um, what, 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 what jobs and roles are moving forward at the moment, um, where, where could their career go, um, what's the latest uh, ideas on maybe social media and finding candidates through social media. They're going to come to you for that type of information. They are not going to come to you for specific niche um, um, content. Now, I'm a marketeer. I don't. I wouldn't go to a recruitment uh, website to find out about digital marketing. You could say, yeah, well, we could get known for that. You know, honestly, forget it. Um, we've been doing this now for probably the best part of 10 years, actually. And we, we monitor all the traffic for all the blog posts that we create for people. And we can a- absolutely categorically tell you that content, niche-specific content, is the worst for for views and shares the the best ones <laughs> good old how to write a cv how to uh, write a job description how to engage candidates how to think about culture all the sorts of things that people are coming to as questions in their mind they see you as an expert on career development and careers and recruitment they don't see you as a niche specific expert where they can go and find out about you know whatever's going the, the latest sort of um, messenger bot that you can use for for marketing or uh, programmatic um you know advertising they don't do that they they are coming to you for something different so give them what they want because you imagine if if i'm somebody and i land on your website and i can see that the content actually doesn't really relate to you know if i've got a burning question oh my god i'm going to need to really spruce up my CV or wonder if my LinkedIn profile is is up for up for purpose. Um, that's the sort of content they're going to be looking for. Um, how do I engage my employees? Not niche specific content and certainly not content about you. There's nothing wrong in writing the odd thing about your organization, but you know, that should be way down the list of priorities. The second thing when it comes to content marketing and social media. So I see people saying, well, I'm tweeting three times a day, Denise, I'm tweeting, I'm sending stuff out. The problem is that, that often this tweeting is to somebody else's website and not yours. Um, we Content is great and we provide it as a value-added service to our candidates and clients. We don't use it to promote other people's websites. So though it is great to share around some news, again, you know, think about the 80-20 rule. That should be way down the pecking order. It should be links to great content that's on your website because what we want to do, remember, social media is where the engagement happens. People get engaged on social media, then we want to get them to your website. And then when they're on your website, then they can maybe give you their name and email address. They can download a free report. You can then start to email them. You can then start to build a real relationship with them. That's the whole point of it. So, you know, having, sending people to what we call off-site content isn't going to work. Um, we were talking to somebody the other day and, uh, and admittedly this, this particular um, person, you know, was, was very front and said, look, you know, I'm sharing a blog posts, but I, I've, I've realized that it, it's all offsite content. So, you know, this particular person had got sort of like a, a you know, a short paragraph about their, their organize, uh, the, 
the content and then a link to actually send people back to the website. So it's like someone's, you've done all the hard work, got somebody on your website, and then you're sending them off somewhere else. Don't do it. Those are two big, big errors that lots we see probably every single day. The third one is when it comes to social media, some people just send jobs only. Now, there's nothing wrong in sending out, you know, a job alert. Absolutely not. However, if that is all you are sending, you are going to cheese off probably 90% of people visiting your social media channels because... People will be interested in that who are ready for a job. And as we all know with the buyer cycle, it's around about 3% of people want to buy now. So if you are sending people um, just job alerts all the time, they're going to think, oh, there's no point coming back here. There's no no useful content. So that's something else to, to be aware of. Um, the next one is not distributing and marketing your content. It's like I built it so they will come. Um, the the famous quote from a, a Field of Dreams film, great film by the way, a rubbish sentiment. Um, the, the the reality is that um, if I open a shop in the back street of Kendall selling walking gear or, or whatever, because every shop seems to sell walking gear in Kendall because we're in the in the the Lake District, um, nobody is going to find my shop unless I promote it. So unless I actually do some um, social media around it, unless I like advertise or do something, I need to get um, for a shop. Obviously, it's foot traffic for for us on in an online world. It's eyeballs. You have to market your content. So quite often we'll say to people when they say, well, I've written this blog post and nothing's happened. Um, first of all, they haven't really written it and optimized it for the search engines, which SEO um, I hate to say, but it does still work. So, you know, are you using words and phrases that, that people might be searching on in your content? And secondly, you know, are you sharing it around? Are you sharing it on every single social media channel? Are you sharing it on LinkedIn Pulse? Are you uploading it to other sites? Are you, you know, are you approaching people um, in your, your sector who could all also share your content for you? So, you know, it's about getting your content out there. Um, so people can see it. And, you know, this is a huge one. Do you get your consultants to share it with your candidates and clients? Oh, by the way, we've got a really good post on this you might find useful. Um, I'll just share your link um, to it. Here's, here's a link or here's a PDF. You know, it, 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 it's fascinating. We, we have um, a couple of our clients do this consistently and they make placements out of it because they're seen as a very, very different style of recruiter that actually cares, that actually wants to help you um, and they're sending you great content to, to help you. Remember, we are in the knowledge age. Now, the other one is a couple of things really is, first of all, um, Call to action. The number of times I see people finish a blog post with no call to action. Um, a call to action basically means, you know, if you would. So let's just say, you know, uh, the other day I wrote an article on on temping for somebody um, because obviously temping, you know, big thing. Um, if, you, if you've got a temp agency, you want to get people in there, you know, it can be much maligned. So I'd written a, a, a really good uh, article on this for, you know, that aligned with what our particular client wanted. And at the bottom was a great call to action uh, with a telephone number, links, um, who to contact, uh, get in contact now. Because, you know, as a, as a human race, we like to be led. So you need to give people some directions on what you want them to do. 
makes so much um, such a difference when you have a call to action on your um, on your blog post. Now, the other thing that a lot of people miss out on, and it's something we do with some of our content packages for clients. And, you know, I'll tell you to do it because you can do it, too. You know, you don't have to us, have us write your content and do it for you. But what we always do when we write um, an article for our clients is we'll do a small email that's like we call it like a companion email to the article. So if you've got a great database and you're building your database, then, you know, you've got a new blog post. Do you inform people through email that that blog post is there? So we'd write a a little pre-sell email for, for our clients and then there's a link in there to click. Our clients then upload it to their email system, goes out and people click that link and they go and read the article. How good is that? Because what happens when they're on that blog? Um, mm, they might just have a look at um, your your job search. They might have a look at what your featured roles are. All these things are, are what people actually miss out on. Now, here's, here's an important bit of a ninja thing as well, again, that not everyone does, is depending on the email service provider you use, you will know how many times someone has opened an email, you know, if people are clicking links. If you have access to that data, part of um, your your business development process, I would strongly suggest is to pick up the phone and speak to those people because A, they're on your list anyway. B, they're opening your email. So my, my suggestion is that they have a need or they're interested in what you've got to say. And you will be astounded at the difference that makes when you no no longer are you picking up the phone and cold calling. You are having a warm interaction with someone over the phone. And this is where people miss out. They don't do that. They don't go and check. Oh, my word. You know, this this guy, um, James, uh, James Adams, he's actually opened opened the last six emails of ours. Crikey, I wonder if he is really looking for a role. Um, you will probably get an incredibly warm reception um, if you uh, if you pick up the, the phone and, and speak to this person. So, you know, um, that's what a lot of people don't do. If you, you know, if you talk to some of the bigger organisations, um, you know, particularly those that are very sales focused, they'll, they'll talk about lead scoring. And, you know, in some of the very sophisticated email marketing platforms, you can have something that, you know, has a lead scoring ability so that, um, you know, it's like one flame, two flame, three flames. And it could be that, OK, if if somebody opens an email, if somebody clicks a link, if somebody's done that three or four times then they get like a little a little fire by the side of them. And, um, you know, you can say, OK, so that, that so on our lead scoring system, this, you know, um, John, Jane and uh, Amanda are all at three flames now. We need to ring them. So this is how content works. And I think a lot of people think, right, okay, I've got content, and because often often they're sold a content marketing service when people don't really tell them what they, what needs to happen in addition to the content, um, and then you can you can really start to build this process through. You can see how it starts to, to profile your brand. You can see how it makes a huge difference because you've got call to actions because you're asking people that you're sending emails through to do something. They're opening it. You your your um, consultants then have a gateway to pick up the phone and speak to them. Um, of course, you're, you're even going to get people we, we shared on our, our blog the other week that, you know, uh, just just want this happens quite regularly. One of our clients came back and said, oh, I got two jobs out of that that last email. He was really surprised. We weren't surprised at all. So you see the difference that this can um, this can make. So you've got a few things to work on there. Um, why don't you go and have a look at your blog now? Do a little bit of a health check on it. 
And um, if you if you would like to have a conversation with us about it, then by all means, you know, uh, you know, head over to the Superfast Recruitment website, fill in the contact form and um, we'll we'll get back in touch. We'll we'll plan a a short call and uh, have a conversation. So content marketing, how you can get it to work. And this is Denise from Superfast Recruitment saying bye for now. (laughs) 